This is parkour. Internet sensation of 2004. And it was in one of the Bond films. It's pretty impressive. The goal is to get from point A to point B as creatively as possible. So technically, they are doing parkour as long as point A is delusion and point B is the hospital. That's right. Now we can't start it like that. No, no we, we can't. can't. We can't. Can we really? No, we do start like this. Yeah, so, hold on. Yeah. I can't do that with a water bottle. Man. Find a who's, way. Whose fault is that? Hey, wait, wait. I want you to open the water bottle and give you your best popping sound effect. Do it. Do it. That's farting. That's the, that's the water bottle. You gotta go like. Yeah. And then. Yeah, to make the bubble little sound effect. Sound. Yeah, yeah, you can make the little fuzzy sound. Come on, do it. Do it. There you go. No. Okay, fine. Then. You're a whore. <laughs> wow. This time <laughs> I get to slurp the pop. That's right. You get to slurp the soda pop. This is episode 13 of the Manadrone. I am Adam. And I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. And he was just eating meatloaf cookies. Meatloaf cookies, man. They're great. They <laughs> right. chocolate chips in them, too. Oh, God. Oh, gross. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine, like, ground up hamburger with chocolate. Oh, God. Actually, there is a place that does weird burgers, and there was chocolate in one time. Yeah, we went to Zombie We're, Burger. They had a uh, they had the Elvis. It was like peanut butter and a yeah, banana. Yeah. On a on a hamburger. I was about to say oh. yeah. It was, oh no, sorry. It wasn't chocolate. It was Gross. peanut butter. You're right. Yeah. yeah but, uh, Cause I was like, I swear to God, like my friend said he had a weird burger with peanut butter or chocolate on it. It was sounds disgusting. No, nope, ate, ate, ate it. ate it. He ate all of it. Peanut butter bananas is fine, but don't put that on meat. Nope, it was on a burger. It was, yeah, seriously. And did he like it? Yes, he ate the whole thing. What the? It's it every time they go there. Oh oh the weirdest burger I actually want to try is a Krispy Kreme burger. They're delicious. Yeah. Anyway, this is a video game podcast. That's right. Video games, and we are doing... That's a future top five, people. There we go. Burgers. Best power-ups best like power ups that look like food in video games. I like that idea. Yeah. But uh, this episode is parkour in honor of what? Parkour? Ghost Runner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're, I, I, I want to start taking pictures of every time I, I look at you and like, this is your idea, and you just, you'll be like, what's going on? Where am I? <laughs> yeah. But um, pretty much, I mean, we'll save Ghost Runner for dead last because, you know, you can talk about it. Yep. But um, Titanfall 1 and 2, who's played it? No, I no. I do I have that one? No, I don't think I, I think I passed I up the opportunity. I told you when to it came it. out on Steam oh. to buy it because it was $10. Yeah, I think I passed up the opportunity to buy that one. I, I hate all of you. Why I've seen I've seen bits and pieces of it. I like the part when the when the, the robot, robot the, yeah. catches him and just yeah. gives him the thumbs yep. up. Well, yeah, yes. he, he kind of like looks at his hand. He's like, <laughs> just kind of throws it straight up. He's like, like trying to figure out how to do a thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but um, 
but I'm playing the best MMO ever made that has parkour in it. What's that? MMO? Yeah, RuneScape. RuneScape has parkour in it. No way. Yeah, it actually has parkour in it. Really? Yeah, there's a whole skill called agility, and the whole point of the skill is to technically parkour in order to raise your agility level so you can actually traverse like different obstacles in the game. I'm dead serious. Oh my god. So like one of the first things you get to do is you get to do rooftop agility, which means you get to like jump on top of roofs and actually run. So on top that's of what roofs. You, and that's what you were doing when I came yeah, and got yeah, you. I okay. I was running on top of rooftops. That counts. That counts as parkour. Tell me it doesn't. Tell me it doesn't. All right. Well, Titanfall 2. You didn't tell me it didn't. You shut your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> All the brain in the mouth and shut up. Wow. I know, right? But um, wow. pretty much Titanfall 1 wow. was the, was an Xbox exclusive originally, if anyone ever played it. It was just me, apparently. I never owned an Xbox. Yeah, I never owned an Xbox. I did. Xbox. I love my Xbox. Is a very great console for great people who play Great video games like Make Call of Duty great again. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> yep. Booty, you mean Call of Call Booty? Of booty and Madden NFL. Oh god, I hate. But there are two factions. Yeah. And you can play the Resistance or the Baddies, and each one has an ability to have a little mini jetpack. Right. And you can hop on and jump around and do neat things with parkouring. Parkour. You can also summon a mech. You can also use that mech to jump around and climb on stuff and help you get up higher places too. Yep. That is, that was still one of the best multiplayers. Titanfall 1 and 2 are still some of the best multiplayers I've ever played. Hmm. Respawn is. Is there a story behind it? Yes, like, no, there is. the first one had like bare bones, right? And then the second there one There was a story out. going on. And no matter what happened, it led to a certain thing of like. The, any one of the factions. It's kind of one of those things where, like, you're playing a story campaign, but it's multiplayer, which kind of sucked at first because huh? there were so many neat things. It was a multiplayer where you could go on each faction and uh -huh. you play, long, play like, a certain amount of matches. Yeah. Okay, okay, here's your first match. You're, you know, fleeing and you're trying to find fuel for your fleet, and then you jump away, and then also, if not, you play the enemies... And where you're going after, you know, the um, hunting these guys down, the resistance down. Oh, huh. People like uh, the militia, and <laughs> and you're and you're not versing bots. It's an actual multiplayer match. It was a multiplayer match, wow. but they had some minor bots for certain things of control maps. Huh. To where like okay, oh, you're kind, kind of like a League of Legends type. Thing. Kind of almost like that. Yeah, yeah. We're like we're like there was one mission, the final mission. You're at the factory. Hmm. That makes the robots, that makes the tie-ins, yep. and you're infiltrated it, and you're pretty much like holding down holding down points, is playing domination, hmm. and in doing so, you kind of like resurrect bots that would come out and start attacking. Hmm. It, the maps were so balanced to where when you were playing it, there was plenty of areas where you could be on the ground, yep. boots on the ground parkouring and jumping around buildings and it also made the map so well where the titans could you know move around but at the same time it made it where there was still a fighting chance for a person to jump on a titan so in versus matches how viable is your character outside of a mech because i know you can do like wall running and stuff He's you a lot can more do quicker. wall running is just as long as you're smart with your environment and get creative you can do some great things so like as somebody outside of a mech can you take or a, a titan can you take down another titan if you're yeah, not you in can your core and get on top of that titans and drop a grenade in the little core unit that's oh. a whole 
holding its power source. Okay. And after so many grenades, you can blow them up. They also have defenses against you, like mm. a little electrical mist and a few other things, too, to stop you. Huh. You can easily also, like when I was playing Capture the Flag on Titanfall 2, I mean, it's all Titanfall 1 and 2, I can just climb on top of the mech of my friends, and he can carry me to victory. Oh, nice. The maps were just fun. Yeah. There was some maps where, like... How you, vertical are they? Like, think, um, uh, Dark Void? Anything like, like that? What do you mean, like, Dark Void? Dark like, Void was stupidly vertical. <laughs> like, a lot of it was wall running and stuff. There so was, Titanfall there, is not quite there, that much, or...? No, Titanfall, there are specific maps, there was one that's, like, a, called, like, a virtual training ground, it was one of the expansions, or, like, newest maps, to where there was so much parkouring you could do of jumping on walls, wall grinding, shooting, and just get in people's faces and then if a mech came there was plenty of areas where you could just start running and dodging from them ah if you were smart and always on your feet that's the game Timefall one and two was a game where you must constantly be on your feet you can snipe but sniping in one little spot you're gonna get killed by a freaking mech sniping you ah so no no camping you can camp it's just really hard to in certain areas because Unlike some other games, a sniper's up in this area, it's hard to get them unless you shoot them out of it. Right. Now, in Titanfall 1 and 2, if someone's hiding up on the sniper tower, guess what? I can parkour by jumping side to side on this one tower, back and forth, and I can get right up in there. Huh. Or I could use my friend's mech, or my mech is about to blow up and do a self-destruct, hmm. and launch myself in the air, where I literally will, full, like comically float in the air where <laughs> I can go like, hey, what's up? Grenade. Peace, hey, what up? And then drop down. Huh. Did did uh, your did your pilot have a grappling hook? Yes. Okay. Your one one of the things I think it was in the second one you could have a grappling hook. Okay. If I'm I, correct. I think I remember seeing that in the game. If I'm correct, it was the second it. one. In the second one there is actually a first person um story campaign. Yeah. And there's also the multiplayer. Right. The first-person campaign in Titanfall 2 is one of the best first-person shooter campaigns I have ever played. Huh. It is like Mirror's Edge and Call of Duty had a love child. It was done perfectly. It wasn't all about running and gunning. It was all about timing your jumps, running around, being creative with your environment. Yeah. The mechs were neat, too, with, like, the mechs had, like, that stereotypical like I would call like the 80s 90s style bosses vibe where each one looked really weird oh, yeah. and had a theme to stylized one. Yeah. there we go yeah right. oh, so what, what were the different types of titans in two that you could actually play with on there was like an inferno one that had like uh, a grenade shot kind of like napalm style thing where okay. his power ups would be a slam that was like kind of like radiate the ground huh there was a jet one that would fire a bunch of rockets off of its ability. Hmm. I always ran the one with the Gatling gun, because I'm a good Christian, and I want to give as much bullets as I possibly can to my opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Where he would have a upgraded shield. So if the little one wanted to get close to me, I would just be like, and Gatling gun and shield and come get some. <laughs> But I, I love, like, hopping on my friend's Titan and then jumping onto the enemy's Titan. Ah. And then start dropping, you know, stuff. And, yep. like, removing their power cores. Removing their power cores? In the Titanfall 2, you can, like, they manually had, tear them apart? There was, like, three power cores you could remove. Oh. Huh. What yeah. happens when they're removed? And then you can drop a grenade and... Oh, okay. Peace out, Cracker Jack. Huh. But 
It was a smart man shooter, I called it. Hmm. It wasn't all about Call of Duty finding your area, get up to this area, hold the ground, and then camp. Because there are so many ways where I can get to you. It's not me right. just running down the open or trying to go up the stairs. Yeah. It's me going, okay, hey, he's not watching right now. I'm going to jump to this building here, hop on the roof, and then jetpack right up here, and then just keep jump bouncing back and forth between these two buildings. Yeah. And then jump right in and then say, howdy do. Howdy do. Howdy do. How to do. So Simple then, as that. How to do. How to do. How to do. do. Wonder if people are still playing that. When did that come out? Titanfall 2 has actually had a nice resurgence since it came out on Steam. Hmm. Because I just did this. I was like, really? Everyone's playing it? Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm back in the game. Huh. But, um, and the other ones, they're, the Titanfall 2, each character had a special ability, too. Because one of the ones was the grappling hook. Huh. So, overall... Wait, the Titan had a grappling hook? There was multiple different... No, there was multiple pilots. Okay. There was, like, a cyborg one, like, a robot. And oh. then there was a normal standard soldier. And then there was, like, one other, like, a heavy and stuff ah, like that. okay. They, om- they kind of did the Call of Duty style thing. Yeah. But, um... That's Titanfall 1 and 2. Hmm. Titanfall 1's only downfall was, honestly, God truth, it did not have a single-player campaign, and people wanted one. Right, I remember that. Titanfall 2's single-player campaign is the best. BT, you generally feel like he's your gigantic robot dog. Huh. In the end, you feel bad when <laughs> I'm he... just imagining that Titan on all fours just running after you. Rough, rough. Come on, boy. Let's go. Ka-clonk, ka-clonk, oh, ka-clonk, ka-clonk. And as the building shakes... Yep. He just starts running, can't stop, and just, like, completely destroys a building. Yeah, I, he could, realistically. In real life, he could. <laughs> but um, our next one is Mirror's Edge. I don't... Okay, so one, I played a decent amount of, and two, I just... I played for a podcast, and I remember hating it. Well, we all hate it. Well, I don't even know why I hated it. I just right, hated it. Uh, Mirror's Edge had that style of, like, okay, this is your area. This is what you have to do to get up there. Will highlight how you get up there, yep. and it was like a tunnel. You follow the tunnel, even though like there's a bunch of neat parkouring going on. There's the narrative. Go. Yeah. Mirror's Edge Two was an open world game, and that's where it fell it's short. Something I th- I remember something about you were required to go and chase down like briefcases, right? Well, there was briefcases. Or was all it a collectible, like Assassin's that was a Creed collect- flags? That was a, there was briefcases hidden throughout all Mirror's Edge 1. Oh, and one? in 2. Okay. But... You play as Faith. Faith. She's like a... Is she a courier? Some type of courier? Carrier. Oh, they, carrier. Oh, they, they call her They're carrier. like a male... They're, they're essentially the underground male. Oh, okay. They're used to keep giving to, like, organizations and people, like, you know, we're kind of, like, resisting ah. male because... Again, corporations have taken over the world because, mm-hmm. you know, yay, corporations, right. you know, yay, right. big business. Just imagine if Wally rolls in all iTunes, well, maybe not iTunes, but Apple, decide, like, you know, like, governments are wrong. We know what's right for all of you. What about McDonald's? No, that'll be even worse. <laughs> they had a farm. They did have a farm. And they killed Krampus, whatever his name is. Gram- Krampus? Not Krampus. What's his face? The purple dude. Grimace. Grimace. Grumpus. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> don't ask me. I'm tired. But I feel like that was the biggest problem. I feel like you didn't have that like structure of this is what's going on. Have at it. Am I crazy or did Faith have a sister? She did. Her sister was a, was a police officer in the first oh, one. Oh, okay. 
and got framed, remember? And was there some kind of, like, cybernetic person? Like, I there was a boss fight with, like, a half-robot, half-man or something? I don't remember that. I remember getting chased by those special units that were trained by the trained by people like you. Oh. Do you huh. remember? Yeah. Because Faith was known for, like, one of the best ones for, like, getting, you know, the packages to where it needed to be, and there was a runner-up person. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, I think she tra was training all these people, so you see all these, like, decked out, like, special force police officers who can also parkour as the best of you. Right, yeah. But watching that game, I watched so many people, and there were so many times where I'm just like, could I make that jump? And I'm like, if I was in shape... And I actually was exercising more than I usually do. You think I could make this jump? Because remember, we used to do that all the time where we were walking. And you're like, I could totally jump that as a joke, you know? Oh, right. I don't know. I just remember that the big thing with Mirror's Edge is it was kind of one of the first of its kind in terms of first-person gameplay. Well, yes and no, because don't forget Portal was out, too, at that time. Yeah, but, but I mean, like with the way that that game was. The only other game that was even close to that it, was... Uh, it, it was a very first-person game. It technically was a shooter at some point because there was an... Well, you could pick up pistols, but you weren't very yes, effective. Exactly. Or a shotgun. There was a part where you can get a shotgun. Ah. But there was multiple parts in the game, if you remember. like where it, I think one of the achievements was to not shoot. I think you could only do it like once for like a, the final part. Yeah. And I think it was just to fire one bullet. Ah. Uh, was it... Okay, it's a rope burn. That's the guy that I was thinking of, I think. Oh, okay. But yeah, there was like a secret thing going on in where your sister gets framed in the first one. And in the second one, I think that was a prequel, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. I just know that I hated no, it. We both played it for like four hours. Yeah, and I did all not the, like it. And I just felt like, like we were all excited for it since it was an open world. But at the same time, it was like it's open world and you're just running, it's, running. And it didn't work, in I, my I, opinion. I, can, I could, could compare that to Burnout Revenge versus Burnout Paradise. Because mm -hmm. I didn't like Paradise and that was open-ended, but I love Burnout Revenge. Because like, again, Burnout it Revenge had its awesome. narrative like where you need to go and then yeah. you're it. Yeah. Did you play Mirror's Edge, Andrew? I did not. Okay. Really? Nope. I you thought you would have done that, you know. Never played it. Okay. I'm sorry. Another Please one. Please forgive me. I will never forgive you. I am going to call the, the Catholic. Um, I'm going to call the police. Not the police. <laughs> the Spanish Inquisition. And we're going to settle some talk here. No. Yes. I, no. I, I hope you have fun, okay? No. If you get lit on fire and die... You're fine. I'm fine. Yep. If you if you survive the fire, well then you're a monster and a terrible person. Yeah, right. <laughs> Science, everyone. Science. Yep. But our um, next one is Dying Light. I played a little bit of that. Uh, I played last, a last lot week. of that. I, I put like two hours into it last week. You were on this like small island country that looks like it's near Turkey or Greece or something like that. Hmm. Because you got like Easter Europeans, you have like dialogues, like, like multiple things. So you kind of like this hodgepodge, like right in the middle area. And, like, I think it's the Baltic Sea area, I want to say. But hmm. it's trop It's like nice and warm. It feels like it's in Greece. Hmm. I, I guess I never, didn't didn't catch that part. Uh, I, re I remember the beginning of the game. You, you're like a newcomer to this group, you're and. Not a new you are a special soldier sent there to analyze and retrieve samples of the zombies. But, but the group that you find, nobody knows who you are. And you exactly. go, and no because one... of you, 
the person you meet up with these other two people and her partner some guy saves you and her and gets just killed by zombies and it's basically your fault no there right? was one group there where if you watched it there was a part where there's two factions okay mm-hmm. the one faction is being trained by a parkour instructor he is the leader and he is really beat up because if you ever watch those cutscenes of like the trailer it shows them parkouring through buildings because they see a drop point hmm. of stuff and they finally get to it and the other faction beats the crap out of him and oh. takes it so there you're there helping them huh. kind of yeah there's a part of the mission where you have a bunch of the antidote or like resistance meds and you destroy some of them so oh that's right mm-hmm. yeah because he he I think your main character mentions something about how messed up it was with whatever they were doing with the meds. Yeah, exactly. He was, he was saying it was wrong to do whatever they were doing. They were going to destroy them because they wanted to. Ah. But there's all these weird, different kind of style zombies. And this one is all about jumping a building to building, running away because they can climb. They're not slow zombies. Right. They can, they're nimble. Yeah. They can get up there. They can climb. There's ones that will screams that will haul hiney at you. Yep. And then there's the abnormal ones where, like, they're unique. One, I think, kind of, like, throws up acid, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, they do. Then yep. there's, like, a berserk kind of style one. Uh, there was, like, there's a few other ones, too. I can't remember all of them, but I do remember at night those, like, weird, like, heavily armored ones would come out. <laughs> you were not, you weren't supposed to, in certain parts... Like to stay out at night. Oh, because actually, it, I think that's when I died. That was the first time I died. It's because I was trying to do some mission, and it became nighttime. It became nighttime because you're supposed to get into like a little shelter. And they area. get way more aggressive at night. No, not just that, but the special like hybrid ones. They're armored. You could shoot them and hit them. It's really hard. The only thing that really hurts them is light. Right. Yeah. The big thing that I didn't like about this game. Again, I only played maybe two hours of it. It's got that whole survival mechanic where you have to gather materials and then build stuff. You get like copper wire and just all these different bits and pieces. You have to like build med packs. You have to build. Uh, yeah, you can also like make like a flaming sword of electrical abilities and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, you can. You can build different yeah. weapons. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's like Dead Island, but uh, better. But the but the parkour is based off of a stamina bar. It is. So like you can't. You'll be like climbing along like ledges and stuff, and you can actually run out of stamina. Yes, and then you can. Then it's drop. the same thing with Dead Island, where like you have stamina, if you keep swinging around, you get tired. And you're not superhuman, so you can't like freaking jump. No, you can. Super yeah, far. exactly. Yeah, it's you're very not, realistic. You're not superhuman, and there's a lot of neat parts where it's like, oh look at all that zombie hordes. In other zombie games, it would be a quietly try your best to hide and wait for them to run away. Or running gun and mow them down. This one, it's just like, I'm just going to climb up this ladder, get on top of this roof, and start running. Yeah, and then you're just like, wait a minute, so... And I do love one thing that was nice when you are like get a nice amount of running going. You could literally jump in the air and do a flaming, you know, like a flying ninja kick from like Power Ranger style. Really? Yeah, man, and just kick him right in the face. Right in huh. the face. I didn't know that. Yeah. If you get a, a certain amount of speed and you're jumping around and you see a zombie, you can just kick them hmm. and act like King Leonidas in um, 300 and just yell out for Sparta. Nice. But um, the next one is the biggest one that uh, we oh, have. Oh, I thought we were talking about Brink. Brunescape. Oh, that's right. Brink. 
fine. RuneScape <laughs> is not the biggest one. It could be. No, it's not. You're not wrong. That attitude. I that with my attitude, you're 100 percent right. Brink was bleh. Brink was. I didn't bleh. like that game. All right, Brink was supposed to be like this unique shooter to where it, you were more rewarded for being objective player than it was of all about getting that kill yeah, style thing. Right. Because you could heal people up and bring them back if they're down. Kind of like a like a red system, like Battlefield yeah, 2 sure. did. Yep. If you're down, a medic could come and heal you. So there was uh, there was classes. There was a medic, and there was a, a, a standard medic. soldier, and then there was a tank kind of style class, if I remember mm. correctly, right? Yep, yep. You could also like beef up your character, make them look bulky, and blah, blah, blah. But the neat thing about it was it was running gun shooting yeah. and jumping over things. Yep. And that game fell apart. Yep. I was actually watching like a retrospective thing on YouTube, was it like two or three days ago? And they were saying the biggest problem with this game was the fact that it just came out too early in terms of like years. It just, it if it would have come out, say like three years ago, it would have done fine. But because it came out a decade ago, it flopped because it was too innovative. It wasn't People too, weren't it, ready for it. It wasn't too innovative. It was just that there were so many other shooters. But you know, nothing was doing what this thing did, and nobody was ready for it, I don't think. I don't know. That, the that's first this, week that people start playing it, honestly, got here, the first start week, it was everyone was playing it, and it was neat. Running and jumping around all these cool areas and getting up to places where, like, you know, a standard shooter, you would kind of have to oh, go up the stairs, idiot, you know. Oh, no, you can climb over these crates and jump right up top of there. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, Brink is there is a city that was floating, global mm. warming, flooded the entire area, and humanity is kind of cram-packed in this futuristic city. Oh. It was supposed to be self-sustainable with wind turbines, and it had its own airport, but they were running out of fuel. Ah. Now, there's two factions. You have, like, the government, the local government, right. which is, like, we have to stay hidden that they know that there are other people alive. Yeah. But last time they almost made contact with people, it almost was a ruin for them. Hmm. Then you have this other faction who believes that, like, we need to, we need other resources. We can't survive like this because yeah. there's, like, there's nice parts of the city and then there's, like, the slums of, like, gigantic storage bins units or, like, where people are sleeping. Yeah. And it was the same way with Titanfall 1. It was a story player, which you could play solo if you want, which the AI is stupid. Yeah, that's the... That's, okay, that was the catch. If you didn't have a full team, it sucked. Yeah. Because with a team, you could have run, people running around, parkouring over stuff, yep. and jumping you know, jumping over these crates, getting to the objectives where you need to to help capture with your spawn points and help you out get right. areas. Yep. There was parts where like, it was like team deathmatch kind of style, capture the you know, capture hold points and almost like a search and destroy kind of thing sure. too. Yeah. But again, the story was kind of meh. Yeah. And yeah, that was a big. I downfall think there was so many other shooters that it fell through. Bad story. I, from what I can remember, kind of. It was okay iffy, story. Iffy voice acting. It was more of like Jamaican, yeah, kind of thing. Oh, it was. I do remember that. Yeah. My one friend said that like some of the voice actors sound like they were from South Africa. Yeah, I had no seriously, like it. It sounded like that stereotypical, like my Rastafarian. Not Rastafarian. That's Jamaican. 
Yeah. It, um, but then there was like my one friend says like they sound like they have accents from like if they were from Uganda or South Africa. Oh. And then there was like I I want to say there was an Irish accent too. There was like you the British accent and stuff like that. Yeah. I was thinking, do you know the way? Do you know the way? <laughs> a a five year old meme people. There we go. It's still going strong. Yeah. But the biggest one is Assassin Creed. Which one? I think a lot of them, especially the first three, it had amazing. My favorite was two. I liked Assassin's Creed two the most. Like Ezio's story was the best. It was, in my opinion. I think there was a lot of problems with. What was it? It was Altair, Ezio. Was it Connor in three? Connor was Assassin's Creed three. Yes. And I don't even know who who was the person in Black Flag. I don't remember his name. Oh my god! I can't even think about it now. And then I can't remember Liberty, but I did play that on the. Vita. I. You, yeah, you played it. I played you, it on the Vita. Yeah, yeah. And um, you watched the original terrible cutscenes with people with their faces and stuff. Not half full and only see teeth oh, you're, and you're, eyes you're, and yeah, eyebrows. You're, you're, you're talking Unity. I said Liberty. Oh, no, no, no. Unity was the last time I, I said, yeah. like, I'm going to take a break from this game after Unity came out. I never played out. Syndicate either. Syndicate's better, but everyone was burnt out on Assassin's Creed. Or Rogue. Assassin's Creed Rogue. I never played I that one I did play that one where you get to play an Irishman who joins the, um... Oh my god, the Templars. Oh. Remember when you play Assassin's Creed 3? Mm -hmm. Connor joins, finds this person named Achilles. Right. And you slowly kind of start rebuilding the order there. Because yeah. the Templars are all over the place, if you remember. Uh, yeah. And that one is a prequel. Where... Mm -hmm. You find out that like these artifacts that you're finding are can cause devastation. R right. Remember that it was like a, a famous um, earthquake that happened in 16, you know, 16th century Port um, Portugal, which destroyed so much was because of your character. I think his name was Connor. I wanted to say it was Connor. In, in three, the assassin's name was Connor. Yeah. Yeah. He was a Native American, if I remember right. Yeah. Well. He was Native American, but the, the um, Achilles, like, we'll say that you're Italian, too, even uh, though he actually was Italian, but that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. But the real deal, Assassin's Creed was a phenomenal game from what you could do, where you could climb to anything. And I remember my friends like, oh, I could climb the Golden Mosque in mm. Israel. And he's like, and I'm going to teabag it, too. And you know? the hell? <laughs> so he literally climbed the... the the most holiest site in the world in the, in the video game, and he just starts like, and teabag, 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 and then jumps down and a bunch of hay. I just remember how cr uh, crazy it was to get into, I'm going to butcher the name, but is it Damascus or something? And then the first one? That's in Syria, yes. The, the desert city where you, that's, it has the tallest point, and Altair gets on top of that thing, and then you fall into the pile of hay, and you get that bird sound and stuff. Yep. I just thought that was so cool. That's and where then, Salah Houdin is, was, and gathered his army during the crusade. Hmm. Ways in Syria, but and then I then I go back and well I haven't tried to play it in a long time, but I tried to go back and play Assassin's Creed One after playing Two. Uh -uh. You can't, you nope. can't. Ezio's story in Two is great. Well, I just love it because there are so much famous areas that are real that they took such great detail with, and you can climb it. Yeah, Do you know how cool it is. Unity was beautiful because it was Paris, and Paris has oh, such right. beauty. Yeah, right. But Unity had so many problems where I had to stop playing it. My favorite one is getting attacked by a guy on the ground with an axe spear kind of thing, and it's still counting as a kill and hurting me. How much Origins did you play? 
I got I, my butt kicked in that game, but I haven't. I on PC. played a little bit. I kind of got. I don't know. I'm really weird. That's why I'm kind of like I want to play Valhalla, but I'm at the same time iffy about Valhalla hmm. because this more was more like the other Assassin's Creed games. Like this is based on actual, like you know, hit some parts of history that is real. Yes. But we are just going to kind of take our own little spin to it. Right. This one's like. Um, we're gonna fight some Egyptian crap, you know, like the, the, the ancient alien race people made ah. that you think are gods. Yeah. There are still neat parts of climbing the pyramids and all that other cool jazz, but I think Assassin's Creed 2 is still my favorite. I just, something about Origins, it seemed like the combat was way harder. It was. In it, my opinion, I think it, it was, was more harder. hacky slashy. Ah. Does that make sense? Sure. Hacky slashy. Hacky that's a, that's slashy. A, that's a term. Yeah. It was, here's some parkour, and instead of really being focusing on stealth, you can really just go at it, I think, in my opinion, of just going to town with weaponry. Hmm. But, um, Spears, stabby stab. The biggest one that we're saving for dead last, because this is the last one, The Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. That's the a X classic. That is a phenomenal game. Uh, the one that I have the most play time with is the one that they launched on 360. The the reboot. The reboot with was that so. Ma- what, was, what was the be- magic lady's name? I don't even remember her name. Does it start with it? Was it Elza or I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank. I think it's. I think her name started with an E. Oh okay. But it was very cel shaded. Yeah. Uh. I Where don't know. anytime. The thing about that one is even when you messed up your jump, she would come out of left field. You basically can't die. That, yep, there you go. Perfect. She will save you every time. So, like, you're saying, you want to be stupid and jump off this corner and see if you can make it? She'll come out all left feeling just like, I got you, yeah. hey! Yoink! And get back, you back there. And then it b- breaks into Frozen. She's just like, let you go! And then she just lets you drop. <laughs> because you, you see that mountain? You can jump off that mountain. That's right. I'll catch you and throw you back to where you were before. She does a tornado. I believe I can fly. And just, like, flings the, uh, the prince, like, 50 billion feet in the air. Wait, is she in the movie Twister <laughs> yep, or something? Yep, yep, Okay. But, no, I'm talking about the very first one for the Xbox. It's not the I first, first, the first game. It was a ream, you know, read. Oh, was, the, was the very first game a side scroller? The very first game was a side scroller, kind of like you know, jumpy platformer for the PC. Hmm. And then there was a Dreamcast one. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, early Dreamcast. Huh. Or there was a Prince of Persia one. Huh. But this one is unique in its own way because your dagger controls time. You right. have sand in it, yep. so you only have a certain amount of times of you can re fast forward or slow down time or go backwards and you stuff. regain sand by killing stuff i, I don't remember there when you activate the dagger it kind of like messes things up and all the people become like sand like monsters like oh if i if i remember quickly. i forgot about that yeah right I, I played a very little bit of this game i got it on steam yeah it's it's great um, and then did you, you the, remember the second one where it's like heavy metal? Like, I was just gonna say that. I stand your Yeah, own. it's like was it uh, uh, two tail two princes or something? What the heck was that called? That was the first one was called Prince of Purchase Sands of Time. The other one was called the Two Princes, I believe, because because there was like an evil prince or like a dark prince or something, right? Wasn't there like I a split personality I, or like a twin or something? Yeah, and I for, I can't even think of the third one. What was it called again? I can't remember that one now. Forgotten Sands? I thought the Forgotten Sands was the second one in the two. Oh, I don't. Eh, never mind. But all I remember <laughs> is the second one was going so hardcore, heavy metal, instead of this beautiful light and like really kind of like making this look like Persia, it was this dark, gritty, like kind of yeah. like 
Like, why is this so shaded and dark? Yeah, it's soundtrack the by Godsmack. It's like, it's shaded and dark. We're, we're in the Middle East. Where is the shade? I want to be there then if they, I can go there. Yep. My friend's from Saudi Arabia and all this other crap, and I'm just like, you think I could last long there? He goes, no. <laughs> right. no. no. No, you'll die. Yeah, He's like, right. what? Die by my, me, my being stupid and breaking your laws or die from the sun? He goes, yeah, you're going to burst into flames. He just says this both i'm like oh okay yeah well rip <laughs> you have a mouth adam i was like yeah i, I kind of do huh but i love the plat the it was a platformer puzzle kind of style thing where you have to time your jumps figure out puzzles to like you know do things and it's like you're going oh crap i almost screwed up you could you know rewind time yeah you can also fast forward time to see if you can you know but you could work. rewind time based off of how much sand you actually have Had in your dagger yeah, right. yes but it was something you that could actually see the enemies reverse and stuff too, like everything. It's crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. Rumor is they are rebooting it, and if that is true, I am one hundred percent on board. I thought that's what they did in twenty. Was it twenty ten again for the three sixty? Wasn't that supposed to be? Was that it, was no, supposed to be two thousand eight? That was that was a reboot, and then all of a sudden, once it was done, there was talks about them making another one, and it just never happened. Oh. Which is I, weird, too, because that was the same time that that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal came out. Well, tech, no, 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 no. Right? No, that was another... That was that game was based on the movie. God. Oh, there was a game based on the movie. <sighs> yes. Right, yeah, I remember that. There were two totally different games yes, in the same Yes, there was two year. totally games. That one did better than the other one. Really? To, I was about to say, I don't yes, know... Yes, so better. I think Prince of Persia is one of those series. I mean, it ended the first game. Why? Because the first game was fantastic. Touche, yeah. And then all the other games after it were just not as good in I any did aspect. like that 2008 reboot for the 360. I thought that one was good. Even that though it was wasn't good. Really even though hard. no matter what happened, you always could, you know, like... Right, that's what I said. That's what I was saying. It's, but at the, neat, at the same time, like, figuring out what you need to do with the, pu the jumping puzzle, which, again, that's why I thought Mirror's Edge 1 was sucked. better than Mirror's Edge 2. Yeah. Was because of the... Here's your narrative. The little red outline show you where your stuff where you can jump. There's more than one way to do it, but here you go. Get creative. Right. In the open world game, it was kind of like meh. It was like here's a running mission. I don't want to do this running right. mission to go right. look for a package. I just want to keep playing the story. Yeah. But I think Prince of Persia is still in my heart. It's one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah, yeah. the first one had a fantastic story. I think that's one of the things yeah, that really I, helped elevate it. Yeah, I, 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 you storm the kingdom, and then you you get the dagger, and you activate it, and it just messes up everything. Yeah, then you kind of figure out that your intentions weren't as pure as you originally I thought. was just going to ask that you were being used. Who's the yep. main like villain? Who are you uh, going I after? Remember, I can't remember what his name I is. I thought it was, in the movie, it was his uncle. Oh. Yeah, it's the wizard. A wizard, Harry. Huh. Because basically, he tricks your father into invading this war country. Yes. On this kingdom, he pulls and, a Jafar, dude. Yeah, he, he he's Jafar. He he's Jafar. He's yeah. Jafar. Okay, yeah. he's Jafar. Yeah, and so then you go there and you storm the kingdom, and then the prince loots the dagger. Yep. And then he figures out the atrocity that you know this unleashes across the world. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about it, though, is that it, it was just really well written in terms of how characters react, react and think. Even, like, when the prince has to kill his own father mm -hmm. in the game. Spoilers, you know, whatever. But I was going to finish it, Andrew. Thanks a lot. Right. <laughs> but, like, you know, there's a lot of topics that the game 
covers and how the characters would react is like real characters. I liked the princess because she wasn't a badass action girl. She wasn't a character that just, oh, I can fight now with you, prince. Give me a weapon and a sword, and I'm gonna say. But mean, at the same big, time, she wasn't annoying. Like, what's her face? Um. Yeah, no, she wasn't was Evil Four. What was that? The the president's daughter's name? Oh, uh, Ashley. Yes, Ashley was one of the most annoyingest characters I've ever played in a video game. Like now, she's like a Navi. Hmm. She is. Leon! 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 Help! Help! Help. (laughs) We're on a jet ski! I want to hit on you. Yeah, but the, but the princess in, you know, in Prince of Persia, she never does that. Not a single time as far as I'm concerned. Like, she does get in trouble, but she's never she doesn't get helpless. Even, she does get in trouble, but she is a character which is a basic human character to where she is a strong female character, but she isn't like this over-the-top, super strong, amazing, I-can-do-magic kind of, kind of crap. Right. Or nor is she this weak, helpless character. She's right in the middle of it like a normal person would be and yeah. forced into the situation. Yeah, and, and that's one of the best things about the original Prince of Persia is, is its writing. I think its writing is one of the strongest aspects, and it's just the gameplay around it happens to be very Why solid. The second one, you're you're running from something that's chasing you. That, All uh, I remember is this like sand demon, like look, this dark sand coming after you. He's like a god or something. And I remember a chick in a metal, like, suit thong thing with two blades attacking you all the time. Yeah, it was... The, the, uh, I think Prince of Persia suffers the same... And then some Godsmack. A lot of Godsmack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it suffered the same problem that, like, Kingdom Hearts did, where the first game was nice, and its its story was really nice and contained, and it could have ended right there if they wanted it to, but they didn't want it to, and they figured that, you know, emo culture was in, and Linkin Park was all the rage back yep. in the day, so they released the next game in the series. Why are you looking at me like that? Are you judging me? No, I'm not judging you. I never judge anybody. Okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Ever. <sighs> Oh, thank God. I kind of got worried there. I, I've never judged anyone or anything, anything in ever my, in my his entire, entire life. life. So, I don't. But I think out of all Why the- is your voice getting like that? <laughs> Why is my voice getting like that, he said. <laughs> that's waiting his, for him to bust out his Gilbert S- Godfrey impression. That's his SJW, like, safe, tra- non-triggering voice. Okay? Uh, no, that's the dark side. Like, that's like, I picked the dagger up of time, and that's the dark side. Huh. There you go. There you go. Well, that's what he sounds like, and he's here Start to Start singing Godsmack like, with that voice. Do it. Come on. I can't sing God. I don't even know any songs from them. It's I Stand no, I Alone. Just, I just, just say wa- I Stand Alone with that voice no I just oh. want to see Andrew do an entire YouTube channel with that voice with that, oh we're gonna God. talk about this game over here guys <laughs> yep yep, yep. guys today we're talking about this game over here <laughs> but I mean overall I think what's the best like of all the parkouring games you think because I my opinion though for like worldwide I want to say before I started playing Ghost Runner I would say Mirror's Edge yes Mirror's Edge just felt like right with the parkouring yeah. They, they oh, really, yeah. fo- they really focused like on the first person aspect, and that's like the strongest. It, it's like if you could play one of these games in VR chat. Imagine just how that would feel. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how, I hope you don't get motion sickness. Right, but like think about how liberating that would feel in a VR like headset to play one of these games. Yeah, yeah. And, Guys, and that's one of the things that like I think you, our first live stream, we should all just go out somewhere to a park area and just start parkouring. Yeah, just parkour. 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 Just put a camera on our heads and just start running around. And the news, three people died today because they wanted to do parkour. Three idiots died in a parking lot today by tripping over their own I actually seriously thought about getting into parkouring once, but you have to have crazy, crazy core strength. Okay, listeners, when Mirror's Edge 1 came out, this fool over here goes, I'm watching, I'm like, I come over his house and he goes, hey, Adam. 
because he's on vacation and he goes oh i'm just watching some parkour videos me and my friends might be going down over here and just trying this obstacle yeah. course out and stuff like that and then also i think you did go but no one none of you no. guys were had the courage to no. do any of them no no, there, there's a there's a YouTube channel that I follow. I'm gonna butcher this name, but it's called like Storer or something, Stror or something like that. Stror. They're they're uh, people outside of the U.S. and they just kind of film. They're British. They, they, I think they're like some of them are English, Spanish, um, yeah. Spanish, um, Spaniards, and I want to say there was a few French. But they all go to like different parts of the country yeah. and stuff like that in Europe, and they love to parkour. Yeah, they do random parkour stuff. They even do like public events too. Like I've seen like an indoor parkour tag game. thing that they did. Yeah. They had a massive tag game in Spain. Yeah, I forgot where it was. What's the capital of Spain again? Uh, Madrid. Yeah, it was. There we go. It was Madrid. Yes. But oh, your thing's <laughs> playing. I, I'm like, like, why is that it's, sound? It, Am we're, I we're actually as we're having this discussion. Which we'll take a break after we mention this, but after, as we're having this discussion, we're watching what we're going to talk about coming up, which is Ghost Runner, which oh, is the game that I I've been playing. I thought we were going to say that for Dead Last. I thought I have Legion. Uh, I yeah, played, we could talk about Legion, but yeah, we'll. we'll I played Legion first, sir. That's my priority. Yeah, so we'll God. go to break and come back with some game talk. With some game talk. Waka waka. Game waka talk. Waka waka. Welcome to Cyber Void. Time to fix you up. You can talk here, by the way. Who are you? You can call me Architect. Who am I? You're a ghost runner. Number 74, to be precise. That will have to do for now. Your physical body is vulnerable. Time runs slower here, but we should still hurry. Just keep moving. I will take care of your recalibration. I remember a fight. Others like me. A fall. You've been cast down from Dharma City to the base district. It's a miracle to survive a fall like that. Even for someone like you. A ghost runner. Yes. You were bodyguards, peacekeepers, arbitrators and anything else we needed you to be. You tried to stop the coup. There was a woman. The name is Mara, or the Keymaster, as she calls herself now. Twenty years ago, she stood against me. It was you I was trying to save. You failed. I died. My body did anyway. Thanks to the precautions I had taken, I'm still here. Although this form has its limitations. Are you an AI? You could say that. You could also say Dharma Tower is a skyscraper. Technically correct. What is the tower then? Humanity's home. A megastructure that once housed a million. It had been under my care since its creation. Almost a century ago, I served the people, kept them safe, maintained the shelter I provided. But Mara had her own plan. She became the sole ruler of Dharma Tower, ruining what I've built, bringing us back to the verge of extinction. How did she manage to win? I was stabbed in the back. We both were, you and I. Who was she? Was? 
a dear friend, a trusted partner, brilliant scientist. Who is she now is the question you should be asking. And you wouldn't like the answer. No one among the people of Pharma Tower would. I need more answers. And you will get them. For now, trust me, the Keymaster is your enemy and a tyrant. What do you want me to do? Kill Mara, of course. To be able to do that, you'll have to relearn a few things and tweak your performance. But first, jump. We need to get back. And it's much quicker this way. Game Talk. Whoa. Game Talk. Welcome to Game Talk. Welcome to Talk. Is this 2001? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Is this 2001? Am I going to need to like, trim your beard and make an axe on each side of your, you know, like... Your facial hair? No, remember we said mutton chops last week. God. Ooh. Andrew, if you fall asleep, can I shave your beard and give you mutton chops? No, you may not. You like I? Hey, can we no do that? No mutton chops. <laughs> well, what was? What was? There was. I was listening to Comedy Button the other day, and um, Scott Bromley was talking about the um, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, you 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 come to see the Empire Park, but you only need to see the Edge. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what it yeah, is. That's, yeah, that's 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 sad. Yeah. But um That was funny. Dogs Legion. Yeah. So okay, so we all kind of agree the first watchdog sucked. Alright, no no no. Here's the problem with the first watchdog. The idea of you really using your like Think of Assassin's Creed, but you are smart and you have technology on your side, yeah. and you can hack anything. The problem was stoplights, like uh, that character. Blocks, that character was Batman with my Galaxy S5 phone. Yep. I can find revenge. What's his name? For Aiden? Yeah. Okay. Aiden yeah. Pierce, right? Yes. Yep. It was Aiden Pierce. Yeah. He's like, I can get vengeance on my family. Right. Yeah. With this no, fancy trench coat it, and baseball it cap. It literally was like he could get vengeance. And it like, was like always raining or something. No, it was Chicago. It was a windy city, mm. eh? Right. Is that Chicago or was that Boston accent? No. I don't know uh, anymore. Kind of blend. I don't even Doubles. know. Doubles. There yeah. you go, better. But then the second one takes the, place in San Francisco. The second it's one bright it, and sunny. Okay, not, well, not just that. It, there's so many things about this one. I mean, Chicago was, they made the city look doom and Dark gloom. Dark and gloomy. Yep. With the wind, cold, yep. and everything like that. Yep. This one was... What if we take the movie Hackers and we put at we we blend it with the game, you know, the game Watch Dogs. Yep. And that's what you get with Watch Dogs sure. too. There is a big baddie, a evil conglomerate who's like using your um well using your information essentially as like golden oil mm. and making a monopoly and doing all these horrible things and you're up against them. Ah. I think it was all Aiden or Alden or something. I like don't remember. But um, in the third one, that company that um that you were up against and you were trying to fight the cause, they're almost in, they're pretty much in control. Oh, like England is a like like holy I can't believe this Nazi Germany 1945 where there's secret police and cameras everywhere watching you and doing whatever you're doing and monitoring every single thing of else that expect of your life. Huh. It's, it's the plot. Um, it goes CTOS, right? What do you mean by CTOS? Wasn't that the operating system that was 
in Watch Dogs? Wasn't it called like CTOS? I believe so. And that that was like the monitoring software that you yeah. used to hack yeah. and stuff. But in this one is, you again are part of DeathX. That little group of elite hackers mm. going against the man. Okay. They're trying to spread information. Going against the man. Going against the man. Here's the problem, though. In jolly old London, England, there is a terrorist attack going to happen. Mm. And your group has been blamed for it. Oh. And so, thanks to that failed attempt to stop them, this terrorist organization, from actually blowing up Parliament and a few other key areas mm. of London. Right. You, they win. Laws are put in place, and the police get monopolized by corporations, yep. and Desex is getting hunted down. Ah. You play as a character is, you are a, essentially a newcomer, joining the cause because everyone else is dead, in jail, or missing. So none and of the old characters are back? There, um, Aiden is in this one, as an old man. Oh, so you don't get to, um, the, the dude with the glasses doesn't come back? With oh, those from weird... Watch Dog 2? Yeah. I have not, in my playthrough... He's my favorite character. In my playthrough, I have not gotten him, and it would be phenomenal if the cast from the second one comes yeah, on this one. Yeah, that dude is my favorite character in Watch Dogs 2. The he dude is. with the glasses he's, is hilarious. Yeah, he's awesome. He's hilarious. Yeah. Well, the entire cast was amazing huh. in 2. This one is not all loves and things. It's kind of like in the middle to where, like, it feels like it's got some serious points, but the cast of characters are unique in their own way. You can enlist characters and have them join your cause. Each person, when you try to join certain characters, they'll sometimes the map will say this person would be a key member to help you, you know, against the, um, the government. Well, with Watch Dogs Legions going on, there is so much neat things with integrated with technology. You know how when you used to play the Grand Theft Auto or any of the um, sandbox games, if you alerted the police, they would chase your butt down. Five-star warning. This one has a neat twist. There are police drones flying around. Oh. There are these cool grid systems through the roads that are blue normally when you drive. If you commit a crime, they become orange. You pass through that little screen, a little like laser kind of screen, right? And it alerts the authorities of where you're at. Can you hack it? You can hack many things. I have not been able to hack that because I'm always in hot pursuit. I'm also being smart about what I'm doing. I will dodge those and drive away from them. Because you know, like dodge, by dodging them, you mean go down a different street or something? Yeah. Okay. Or get out of the car and hide or hack oh. some stuff huh. and make up like. You know, like activate the lights or activate like these little pulling things that will block traffic. Hmm. All these security measures took in place. Do you still have the what, the cue ball on a string? No, as a weapon. When you're, this game is there's not one character to play. There are many characters to play. You are rebuilding this group. Yeah. I was an idiot and I was looking at all the cast and characters and I go, oh hey. This guy who's like, you know, with the shaved head, he's gotta probably be like that sound, he's, he's gonna sound like that British pump rocker. Oh, how was I wrong? Huh. He's Eastern European. Oh. And his ex, his voice drives me up a wall like nails in the chalkboard. Eastern European, is that what Nico Bellic is? Yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> Ukrainian. Yeah. But, um, Oh, it's like, hey there, we're here to help you, yeah? I, yeah. Was like, I was like, oh, oh my god, what is going on here? Why did I pick this character? And my friend goes, good news is, you can play other characters. Yeah, you, you find out 
somebody's your cousin. He's like, oh, cousin. Cousin, you want to go take down this fascist? Let's, let's go. Let's, let's go bowling. Want to go take down this fascist organization with yeah. our cell phones, right. eh? Afterwards, let's go bowling. We can call watch the like, Miami Vice. Yeah, fifty thousand times, he just calls you every five there seconds. There you go. But it, this was makes it neat is you're always looking for people. Okay, you need to, you know, one of the missions, you need to get a construction worker on your side and you can do some side quests and they'll join you. Yeah. You also want to ever so often monitor when you're looking around for trying to get more people coming your way. Oh man, you know what? I really need a person, of, a brawler. I need someone who can fight. Someone who's like, has like high, you know, ability to, you know, to do stuff. Yeah. Oh, I have another one. I can hire this street artist. Who's got this neat gadgets? Yeah, you can mm. hire street artists so you can spray graffiti and stuff like that. Okay. You can also hire an assassin. I have this nice little old old lady who used to be part of MI6, and who was Damn. an assassin, and she's like maybe 70 years old, and it's adorable when she kills someone. Oh, it's adorable. Huh. Well, I mean, who's gonna who's gonna expect an old lady to exactly? Shiv. But, anyway. the, but you can also play multiple different characters because they all have different stats. Ah. If you're smart and you're really picky, you, it's like treat like Metal Gear Solid, um, the last one. P, uh, five. Yeah. W whatever. Ground Zero? No. Yeah. No, that's, that was terrible. No, 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 not Ground Zero. The Phantom Pain? D yeah, 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 that one. Where you can like kind of like pick and choose of like, that guy's an A+. Oh, rip. I'm going to go get him. This one's a joke. I'm not going to get him. Right. There's even parts where like... Oh hey, you can enlist this person, and they're gonna get like a twenty percent reduction in price in um, in clothing. So I did, huh. and I made sure every single one of my group people look like a British pump rocker. Cause suck it. Can you give them all mohawks? No, because they all have their own hairstyle. But I've dressed them up as British pump rockers ah. because that's what Jesus wants me to do. Because huh. I love rock music, hmm. especially British pump rock. Is music is really good. I mean, overall, though, it's fun. You got some neat abilities to where, like, you can kind of go cloak a little bit for a short term of time. Mm -hmm. You can also use a spider bot that can also hack into things, too, and help solve puzzles. Hmm. It's got a neat story. It's like, okay, we're heading this way where your information and Big Brother will be everywhere. Yeah. To where it's going to be absolutely hard as crap. To hide. To hide from it. Right. You would have to live in a cave. Up yep. in the woods. Yep. There's still even satellites that will still find you. True. I mean, overall, though, I think out of the three of the Watchdog games, the second's still my favorite. The second one is still in my heart hmm. because that one is just a fun, lovable, like, hack the planet. Yeah. Here's the bad guy, kind of like evil corporation, and we're going to mess with them. Right. The third one is this corporation is in control, has power. And it's working with some horrible, horrible monsters. I, I would look it up, and I think my phone's going to run slow. But is there, like, a pig on the cover? That is a mask you can get. You can also buy masks, so when you're in infiltrating areas, your character will then pull up a mask. Oh. Okay. It's part of, like, their little brand in England. Well, their brand uh -huh. in London thing to kind of wear a mask and stuff oh. like that. okay. Because they don't want to be seen oh. by the public. Right. You have a special software when a camera sees you, it will blur out your face. So anytime oh. like you're like doing a hacking puzzle, yeah. and you go to camera to camera, if you look at yourself, you'll see a little blow, like, like yeah. little pixelated dots areas right. where your face is supposed to be. Ah. But this one's weird. Like you have some evil, terrible people, like a British crime family, who is using these chips to enslave immigrants because immigrants are bad. Okay. <laughs> 
No, no, seriously, it's something that's like been happening around the world in Europe. Like we don't want immigrants, mm. and now you have free labor because they have these chips in them, ah. and no one wants them. And if they get out of line, you can blow activate the chip. They die, and they harvest their organs. Hmm. It's it's dark. Yeah. It's not like this cutesy like Watchdogs too. It's dark. Right. But overall, the second one's still my favorite. Huh. That's what I'm saying. The second one is I like my, the second one. The second, second one's, one's my jam. Yeah, second one's fun. But on that note, no haste of resistance, Ghost Runner. Yeah, we'll take a break and then we'll come back and talk about this game that I've been hey, playing for the hey, past hey, hey, two hey. weeks. Don't tell me what to do. Two breaks? You're not my supervisor. Why not? We got two breaks? Yeah, why not? Are we union? Waka waka. Are we finally union? Yep. No, we're not unionizing the show. <laughs> workers' rights. Workers' rights. No. I want no. a cheeseburger. Worker rights. No. of Greece lies with me. I need to jump to the hay. <coughs> ha! Assassin Creed Odyssey. <coughs> Very sneaky. I penetrate you. How romantic. Dark Souls! Dark Souls! Dark Souls! To the boat! After him! Gotta go fast! Move, Vegas! Get him! I cannot do this, bro! I am too busy eating this beefy crunch burrito from Taco Bell! This is not paid promotion! It is just that good! Suckers! Deja vu! I've just been in this place before! Higher on the street! Capitan, look over there! <laughs> What's this? This is gay! Before the water was like a, a main character. Oh no! What the hell just happened? Ah! Medusa! Medusa! Excuse me, what the f? Ah! Captain, no! <laughs> oh wow! You can play as a girl in this game! I am transgender! Oh, I'm so proud of you! Ha! God! I will make you my wife!
we're back. We're back. Whoa, that guy's got a force push now. Oh, and he's derped it. That <laughs> rip. All right, Ghost Runner, explain the yeah. story to me. Go. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know the whole thing because I haven't beat it, but story ba so far. Yeah, basically, so far. basically, you're a Ghost Runner, and you were climbing Dharma Tower, and you fell, and when you hit the ground, you lost your memory. So you're trying to figure out what the hell happened, and as you're going through this tower, this Dharma Tower, uh, so you were always cyberized. Um. I think you're like the first fully. Si no, you're. What, what if I remember the story said you're number seventy-two? There was like a hundred Ghost Runners made or something like that, and so you're, you're number like seventy-two. Major Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell. Go on. Sure, kind of. And then like I guess like what happened was the apocalypse hit, and Dharma Tower was created to kind of house humanity, and everything is kind of going to sh because of some. Big bad. I can't remember what the heck her name is, but if you remember, if you've ever seen this this game, like oh, I know, I know, I, I've seen the, the the lady that looks like Doc Ock. Yes, I know exactly um, who you're talking about. Yes, yeah. She, you have to go after her, and apparently the whole point of this game is climb Dharma Tower and kill her. So, I and you're a ghost runner, and you're basically a robot, and you're talking to the architect, which is the guy that basically created Dharma Tower, and he's trying to help you. Okay, cool. Like, from what I can tell, that's the basic gist of what now, this game is. Now, your weapon is only going to be a, a katana. sword. A katana. Or, um, or, like, if you saw, like, that was, like, like ten a minutes ago. Push. You get a force push, but then you also get these weird... I don't know if they're supposed to be frost, but they're, like, these blue Chinese stars. You saw him, like, throwing so them at the arm. So he does the Genji kind of thing. Yeah. Get, okay, that's sure. what I'm I know, I don't know if you can actually attack people with those, but you can actually hit different... Uh, squares on the wall that are blue and if you hit those it'll activate something that'll like shut off electricity so you can actually run across stuff this, okay. this game has a ton of parkour in it as you've seen this is just like it's like if mirror's edge gave you a katana it's like it, mirror's it edge and genji had a love child yeah. that's the best way to describe it mirror's edge and genji yeah you you play in first person mode and it's supposed to be super fast paced i would watch that video of that of those two love making Genji and Mirror's oh. Edge. I would watch it. Okay. Go on, go <laughs> um, on, keep going. But yeah, I mean, basically, that's the gist for the story in terms of the gameplay. I mean, it's a lot of running. You've got. It's uh, one hit, one kill. Yeah, you yeah, mess you, up. You yep. mess up. And it's not like, uh, here's a regenerable health meter, here's a health pack. You can, you know, wait and hide and let your health go. Nope, you get no, nicked. Right. You're done. Uh, and then, you know, on top of having those powers that we were talking about before you also get this slow down time type ability where you can like actually shift your character's location just slightly so you like somebody will shoot you you can actually slow time down manually move yourself away from the the bullet so and then little, kind of launch forward and slash them. Yes. them somehow magically yep okay. uh and then you get a um in certain spots i don't know if you're gonna be able to see these right now that didn't that was nothing uh there, there's specific spots in these maps where you can actually grapple, like that thing right there. You get a leash. Yeah, it's I like know. a whip type yeah, it's of like thing. It's like an electrical whip where yeah. you can just like... think. Th it looks just like the thing from uh, Bullet Storm. Oh, I know exactly basically. what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, I could do um, And I mean, you do this for like wall running and stuff. But basically, this is just a super, super fast-paced game with kick-ass synthwave music. 
Uh, the soundtrack is, uh, I think this is like the number one, like run, if not the runner up for best soundtrack for gaming. Yeah. For this year of 2020. It, it's, I it's, think this is going to be the best soundtrack. I'm, I'm actually, I think it's, I think the guys, I'm going to, I'm not going to look it up, but I think, it, I think the dude's name's Daniel Deluxe or something like that. He's got like two or three albums out. I wanted to band camp. did him? Uh, no, I I was messaging one of the voice actors on Twitch. Oh, because okay. there was a voice. I there, thought you messaged the guy who makes. No, the no, music. there was there was a voice actor that was playing this game on Twitch, trying to figure the controls out, and I was trying to help him out with some stuff because I'd played the demo like a thousand times before actually playing the the real game. I put six hours into that demo before the release even came out. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, super fast-paced, very colorful. The this is that hard part right here. You know, I know exactly. Uh, all of the lasers and time. Yeah, and everything. this is yeah. some machine you're supposed to like take out, and there's freaking lasers the everywhere. This is the best way to describe this. This is Mirror's Edge on heroin it's like, and crack. It's like Mirror's Edge with Genji Mission Impossible. Oh, that's good right there. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. It, it's it's kind of nuts. Overall, though, like. Are you enjoying this? This I, game. I was watching you play the first mission, and then it took you like eight tries to just complete that one part. This game Are relentlessly kicks my butt over and over and over, and every single time it does, I'm just like one more game, just just one more time. I can get it this time, just one more. The one, one thing that time. I do approve of this game is the save points. They are done way yeah, better check, than... checkpoints are super close together. Some games, when it comes to parkouring or time platforming jumping, you screw up. You have to start to a certain point, and it gets, how should we say, annoying? Right. Frustrating in the point where you don't want to play it. Right. This one has fantastic save points where, like, okay, I just cleared this, and I just cleared this part. Oh, I just screwed up my jump here. Instead of starting from all the way from scratch or starting from a midpoint, it leads you off almost to the point where you are about to do that jump. Yeah. Or anything else going on. It it it's done well. Yeah. It's done smart too. Right. Yep. To with a point where it's not frustrating, but at the same time challenging enough to where you keep want keep wanting to play it. Yeah. That's all I keep hearing is the same people over and over again who have, who's played it. They go, I'm stuck here. One more time. Yeah. One more time. Yeah, and every single time you no, do no, no. that, you figure I, it out. I think I think I finally got it. It's like it's like playing Portal One and Two. Sure. To the point where like I no way I screwed this up. What if I do this and then you figure it out and it's so rewarding. Yeah. And then uh, there's a the next area. Have fun learning. Yeah. It's challenging, but at the same time it's not me. I, I feel like it doesn't have like that bland mediocre shooter style to it, and it just does it right with the sword. Yeah. Oh, you can also block some of the bullets with sword too. If you if you swipe at the bullets just at the right so time. So if it's can, like Tinder, you swipe right, you're good. Swipe left, you screw up, right? Uh, you're talking to the wrong person there. Tinder, okay. Tinder is trash. Tinder's trash, guys. You hear it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this game. I would say right now, Cyberpunk is not out yet. Cyberpunk 2077 is not out. But as of this recording, this game's my game of the year right now. What? Avengers is not your game of the oh, year? Hell no. What are you talking about? It, <laughs> it has such a thriving you know, amount of players, all 1,000 of I, them. I hate to say this, but I have not touched that game since our podcast. You literally got to a point where you were playing the Hulk and you got frustrated and bored. Y yeah. Unlike this game, this game is rewarding you. For I you want to like that game so much and I just can't. I don't, it's, it's not horrible. It's average. It's fine, but I just, Hence, I don't know. there's the problem. It's an average game that wants to be the next, like... Destiny? Yes, and it doesn't, and it doesn't work. Come back to that next week.
Why? Because I'm going to have Godfall to talk about on Thursday. That's when that comes out, and it's supposed to be a Destiny clone. Ooh. So we're going to figure that out. Plus, I got to see if I can even run it. Cause Next that Tuesday, Ooh. right now, since, like, I don't know, like, is there any more you want to talk about this game? I, I mean, this that's basically the, the gist of things. I mean, you have... There, there, there is there, dialogue. Has there been boss fights, or has there just been platformer like style, like where you gotta like mm -mm. figure this pattern out to attacks? To I mean, something? I would consider this a boss fight. Yeah, but this is more like a platformer, like um, puzzle to sure, me. Sure, it's not a boss fight. It seems like it's like everything you've learned over the course of the map is put into this like little small but, like a boss arena. Yeah. But it's all platforming and jumping. There's no like big baddie kind of thing. Sure. You know what I'm talking I about? I mean, this is kind of like the Thunderdome. Yes. Right here. <laughs> well, so far, each time I notice, like, there's always a, a part where it's almost like a Thunderdome style area where you're jumping and platforming to do what you've learned throughout the entire like location originally. Yeah. And then you hacking slashy. Right. And then you go to a new area and you learn. Go, go to an elevator area. and go to the elevator so you can go up and then do the next section and learn how that section gets beat. Yep. Um, the, the only boss and fight that I... And the saddest part of all is us describing this really doesn't do no, the justice no, to it. Because nah. I enjoy watching people fail. I love enjoying watching people almost try to do a flawless run. It is fun i can't oh, this wait is the, this part's cool i've seen i well they can't see it right but yeah there's like rails and you uh, can there's like drones all over the place that you can actually surf on you like stab your sword into them and like, crash them into the ground you, you can, can like, turn smash you can enemies. see your sword turn yeah. and you can crash into stuff yep that is just done right yeah yeah, th this game's cool. The only boss fight that I can think of is probably going to be the one at the end, which I haven't made it to. All right, that and weird, out of the games we you know. played, honestly, out truth, I think Ghost Runner is the better choice out of um, for, Watch Dogs Legion. For, for parkour games? Well, not for parkour games, for the games that we just talked about. I think Ghost Runner, in my opinion, is but a more of a more of a treat to play. Huh. I, 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 guess, Watch, I guess it depends. I on love Watch Watchdog Legions, but. I really want to get this game on the console and just play the crap out of it. I mean, can you get this for cheap or is this sixty dollars? I don't know. Like, how much did you pay for on the PC? Twenty-two. Oh, then it wouldn't be that much money on or something. I gotta see if it's on the consoles though. That's the one thing. I know it's on Steam. I know that. It was twenty-something. It might have been twenty-seven, but I think okay. I got it on sale. Okay. For like twenty-two or something. But I mean, this needless this game's to, fun. If you're needless if you're to into... say right now, we're we're probably gonna have another quarantine soon, so. Just gonna say 20 25 bucks 27 bucks pick this game up just gonna say just gonna say guys come I'm on spending a hell of a lot more than that exactly <laughs> but um i'm gonna try to buy a graphics card and a ps5 uh, and if i have to luck. and if i have to go through ebay i'm gonna do it because i have money to burn now don't 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 do that person who does the ebay crap the playstation because a good chance you might get screwed. Well, Don't that, that's do my it. that's my biggest Don't hesitation. Isn't that? But I've been hearing things on the uh, YouTube channels. Rumor is right now of the PlayStation launch and the Xbox launch. If you are lucky enough, you might just be able to walk in there, and you, there might be a few consoles for people who right. didn't pre-order to get it. So. Well, I mean, if I got a graphics card, I'd say the hell with the PS5. I would too. Like, but, I told myself this. If I can't get the console, again, I'm going to stand by my statement. If I can't get the console this by, by New Year's, I'm just going to say, screw it. 
upgrade my computer with better fans, a better actual tower case, and deck it out and make it a real good gaming PC, and just wait. Yeah. Wait for the bugs to go away, wait for all the well, dumb... Well, that's the thing, is they're saying that uh, PlayStation 5s that are in kiosks right now are actually overheating and giving error messages and in... And same thing goes for the Xbox oh, really? Series X, yes. Oh. Um, under test, they've already said that some of them do overheat. But the one thing that I'm seeing is it's not giving, like, a red ring of death, it's actually just giving you a system message and then shutting itself off so it doesn't die. Die, exactly. Well, it's, it's got a... From the Xbox One to the PS4, they both had safety features where they ah, would turn themselves off. If you remember when we had that record heat wave, my Xbox was out in the living room and it turned itself off to save itself. Ah. It has a system in place to where if it reaches a certain temperature, it turns off. Yeah. The only way it goes back on is if you turn it back on in an idiot. Ah. Man, so, I'm really glad old consoles never really had that issue. I know. I really wish that we would just go back to the days of just like a simple console where it's like something so stupid of like overheating never would have happened. I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. Old consoles always had like launch issues. They always do. But like again, I could literally play the N64. I watched my friend drop his N64 downstairs by accident when he was picking it up. And he plugged that puppy back in and it was just a okay. A little piece of chunk of the plastic was gone on the side. Hey, the outer shell. But guess what? It looked cool then. And it still works to this day. I don't know. I had a friend of mine who... She had a chocolate... I think it was a chocolate lab. And she grabbed a hold of... I want to say it was Turak Rage Wars and started nibbling on it. <laughs> like, started eating it. And the, the, the game still worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, what the heck? This dog was just chowing down on this game. And it still works. Did you not see all these people on Twitter where they were complaining about, like, the disc prices and all the problems, like, people were saying, like, this might have in the new console generation? And people are going, like, you know what's a good idea? That, like, they're, like, these kids are, like, maybe in their 20s. We should maybe go to a cartridge-based style ca console gaming. I'm going, like, oh, that's, you're so cute. <laughs> you're so naive. It's adorable. Good job. Good I'm job. just wondering what the reception is for people buying new consoles and having to deal with games being 70 bucks. I don't think that's going to be a problem for me. Again, I, I don't see the need. I do see that, like, the one concern that I, that I am still wondering about to myself right now is... If you remember when the Xbox 360 came out and the PS4s came out, well, PS3s, I mean, yep. the game market was very slim to none at first, and sure. game prices, I think, took a very long time at first, the first, like, two years, to get down in price, because there wasn't a lot of games. Right. Especially in the PlayStation. They're all right. Like, I was, again, I brought this dude up a thousand times, Rich, Review Tech, he was saying that Target, and I want to say it was Walmart, are already having... Uh, buy black, two black, get black one Friday deals. Well, they have uh, to. Next gen stuff. There's no way. In, well, yeah, they they're gonna count the next gens part of this deals. One of the rumors is Target's gonna have a buy two get one free on the new game on the on the games. Yeah, that's that's kind of nuts. Well, not really. When you're gonna have to go up against um, Amazon during Black Friday, where they have an advantage and you don't. Ah, that's true. Uh, again. We are probably going to head down to another lockdown. Do you think these stores, if they're shut down or put in half capacity, can compete against a gigantic online conglomerate that hate <laughs> that will that eats brick and mortar stores up for dinner and breakfast right. and lunch and you know afternoon tea? <laughs> I mean, what, are Mike, they British now? Yeah, tea yes. Crumpets, no, Mike. no, they're they're pipping and merry. Huh. What about second breakfast? 
luncheons, <laughs> afternoon tea. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you, you get the joke. Yeah, that was a Lord of the Rings quote. quote. Ro- I can't Lord, talk. Lord of the Wings, guys. Lord of the Rings quote. <laughs> <laughs> was that filmed in Saginaw? Lord of the Wings. Yeah. Lord of the Wings. <laughs> no, featuring Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. <laughs> but uh, anything else we got to talk about? Because next game, you're going to have Godfall. Godfall. I am going to have um, on my hands Valhalla. Oh, right. I will also have Beyond Light. Ah, okay. So, I won't get to play on the new console yet, but I will be able to still play it on... So, you didn't get an Xbox One, or you did? Did not. Okay. A rumor is, though, um, Wally World and um, GameStop will have some for the local people who didn't pre-order to buy it. But But you have to get there, and you have have to to, get it. And also not just not that, pay for a bundle too, probably. I guarantee uh, it. I'd buy a bundle. Me, I, I don't have a problem with that. GameStop always does that where you have to get a controller in a game and something else sometimes. Now they did. That I doesn't mean, bother me. Another thing that I was kind of thinking about, I probably wouldn't do it, but I mean, they had the <laughs> new Oculus 2 or whatever the heck it's called. Oculus Quest 2 came out mm. and it's 300 bucks. That's not, that's not a bad price. For a virtual reality headset and the triggers. Yeah, but isn't Oculus Facebook? Oh, it is. Yeah. Is that bad? That's very bad. Oh. So to I, give you, I, I guess I don't understand what that means. So to give you an idea, first off, you have to have a Facebook account hooked up to the Oculus to even use it. What? Yes. What? What? Yes. Yes. Secondly, somebody has confirmed if you delete your Facebook profile, which is hooked, I don't have a Facebook profile. I got rid of it. Which is hooked directly to the Oculus and you delete your Facebook profile, it deletes your entire library of games, and they will not refund it to you. So you have to have Facebook to use Oculus? Yes, don't do it. Oculus, uh, is, Oculus is a scam. F that. And Oculus I don't is, even have Facebook. Yeah, Oculus is a scam. Do not. I do got rid of... Not, yeah, I got rid do of... Do not buy an Oculus. Yeah, I ditched Facebook during the, la- the quarantine lockdown in March. Yeah. So what you're, are you what you're trying to tell me that this company where this guy literally just lets hate speech and go freely... Is a problem? Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tell no. Me don't. More. Don't buy an Oculus. Under Where any fake news is rampant over there. Yeah. Don't. Do not buy an Oculus under any circumstance. Hmm. You heard it here, guys. The more I keep thinking, the more I think I'm gonna have to get them stream lights instead. There you go. <laughs> I might just deck out everything and say the heck with consoles, the heck with VR. Stream it's where it's I'm, at. I'm, I'm just gonna pimp out my computer room and say the do heck it, with it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do but it. yeah, I mean, Godfall. That's gonna be mine for next. That will, and again, it will, hopefully, I can play it without my computer completely burning down. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think you will be able to. I, just I really, can play I'm it. just really interested because it looks like it's a hack and slashy kind of like Des- wants to be a Destiny it, style. From what it seems, it seems like it's a hack and slash looter, but with an emphasis on like boss fights. Mm-hmm. And you have like what did they call them? Oh, I'm drawing a blank, but they, there's, they have a special term for the armor sets, mm-hmm. and you get different powers based on the armor sets, and you can have, like, randomized loot that actually means something. Like, they said that the loot drops, they actually want the loot drops in this game to actually benefit you and not be some just randomized trash. Oh, so what Destiny does, sometimes Warframe is kind of mid-notor- Diablo. Diablo. A- a- you know, any type of ARPG. Um, uh, uh, Anthem. <laughs> Warframe. <laughs> Anthem. Yeah, yeah. So, in terms of how this game's going to turn out, who is anybody's guess? I don't really know a ton about it because I've only been looking into it for like two weeks. Yeah. 
but I'm curious. Okay. It's not okay. a sh- it's not a shooter. That's one of the biggest reasons why I'm interested in it is because it's not an FPS. Mm-hmm. It's it's melee combat. It's, it's it's melee combat Destiny style with supposedly a loot progression system that means something. I don't know. We'll see. I pre-ordered it. I paid it off a, like a month ago. I, I'm good to go. Just gotta just gotta download it, play it. So that's next week. Next week. Oh, yeah, how excited you are. Yep. Like a kid Look in a candy him. store. Yep. He's a kid in a candy store. All right, what is taking us out, Andrew? I, the video game that you guys just talked about, the 2020 game of the year, Shadowrunner thing. Fine. Game. Fine. Shadowrunner. Are you my grandmother right now? You play that game. You know the Mario's. Can you pause it? Yeah, it's online, Grandma. Well, why can't you pause it then if come it's on, online? Come pause the game. Come to dinner. That's right. Jesus is watching you, boy. <laughs> yeah. So you've been listening to the Manadrome podcast. My, <laughs> <laughs> Best be praying to Jesus. I don't come back out there with yep. my belt. <laughs> Find us on Podbean. That's manadromepodbean.com. Email us at Manadrome. Young Joshua, what are you doing with those internets right now? I told you to get off of it. Grandma, leave me alone. I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> I, I'm getting the paddle, boy. I'm, I'll be right back. Uh-oh. <laughs> Got to do this before Grandma come back. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, oh God, I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's basically information. Uh, until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Joshua's grandma about to spank his boy. I'm running away before grandma comes back. <laughs> <laughs> What's taking us out? Um, I would rather I would here. Hold on. Hold on. I'm back. One second. Gra- <laughs> grandma ran away. She tripped and fell. She's calling Lifeline right now. She to got help. ran over by that reindeer. When, don't joke like that. I almost hit a deer yesterday. Rip. But um, I would really like to do some Ghost Runner um, music. Well, yeah, you've been listening to it this entire podcast. Well, then fine then. How about some Mirror's Edge or Prince of Persia, Turd Nugget? We could do that. Yeah, yeah. do some Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia is classic. Please, Prince of Persia. Prince, Prince of time. Derja. Prince of Persia. Derja. Are you playing a gosh darn Muslim there, young man? Maybe. Huh? What? He's Persian. Oh. He was in the Middle East. I see. Nothing gets past you, Josh. Nope. Nothing gets past you. Nothing. A solid rock. Geography and everything. You know it all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Taking us out is something from Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. Prince of Dersia. Prince, Prince of Dersia. Sands of Dersia. Sands of Sands of Dersian. Sands of Dersian. Prince of Dersian. Sands of Dersian. Guys, okay. <laughs> Remake it. Make me a game. Sounds like a good way to go out with that. <laughs> this is the Alabama version. Special edition. Thank you.